Hi, I'm Eric Voss, and Spider-Man Far From Home was start to finish a fan service thrill ride. And if it's this unfinished there, because what an ending. And massive spoiler warning here, I am about to break down the movie's post credit scenes. Yes, I know, you may not have had a chance to see Far From Home yet, thus this warning. Feel free to just pause this video until you're able to see the movie and then come back so we can talk about it. Cool? Okay, final spoiler warning, don't get mad at me! And Spider-Man Far From Home post-credit scenes, folks. There are two of them, and they are two of the most shocking and game-changing post-credit teasers after a Marvel film ever. I'm gonna break down both and explain why the older nerds sitting behind you were shrieking. Okay, the first of these scenes shows Peter back in New York with MJ after his conflict in Europe. He drops off MJ, says goodbye, then slings up to a lamppost to watch a news broadcast on the screens outside Madison Square Garden. The anchor presents a disturbing video that Mysterio recorded moments before his death. Then it cuts to a video of Quentin Beck acting all distressed and desperate, saying he doesn't think he's gonna survive. Spider-Man is attacking for some reason, he says. He had already weaponized some Stark technology. He's saying he's gonna be the new Iron Man, no one else. Then it it cuts to this video that Quentin recorded with Spider-Man, but heavily edited with the audio manipulated to make Peter look like a villain. We hear a female voice ask, are you sure you want to commence the drone attack? There will be significant casualties. And then Mysterio edited a clip of Peter's voice so that it sounds like he responds, I don't care, execute, execute them all. And by the way, the words execute them all contextualized this way is actually a literary allusion by Quentin Beck to Joseph Conrad's Heart of Darkness, adapted by Francis Ford Coppola into the film Apocalypse Now, both of which featured insane warlords famously losing their humanity evidenced by the quotes, exterminate the brutes and exterminate them all. So the video returns to the anchor who begrudgingly credits a controversial news site called thedailybugle.net and then things get amazing. J. Jonah freaking Jameson, played by J.K. freaking Simmons himself, who also played the Daily Bugle editor in the Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy, appears. He says, there you have it, folks. Conclusive proof that Spider-Man was responsible for the brutal murder of Mysterio, an interdimensional warrior who gave his life to protect our planet, and who will no doubt go down in history as the greatest superhero of all time. But that's not all, folks. Here's the real blockbuster. Brace yourself, you might want to sit down. And I feel like I nailed it. So yeah, instead of the Daily Bugle being a print tabloid as we've known it to be, it now appears to be a parody of Alex Jones' discredited conspiracy show, Infowars. The Daily Bugle logo and set are pretty similar, and Simmons even impersonates Jones' bombastic tone. But really, this is perfectly in line with the kind of dodgy ethics and dogged stubbornness that Jameson has always been known for. Now, you could interpret this to mean that Tom Holland Peter Parker exists in the same universe that Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker did, but really, I think the studio just brought back the same actor to play the role in separate movie universes because Simmons' take on the character was just so damn perfect, so damn iconic. And he's only gotten more famous since the early 2000s, so why not bring the guy back? But then the video returns to Quentin Beck, who reveals Spider-Man's real name is Peter Parker. And Peter watches in horror, gasping, what the f- And then it cuts to credits. And this is of course a callback to the final line of Spider-Man Homecoming, when Aunt May realized that Peter was Spider-Man and reacted the same way. So Mysterio recorded these tapes ahead of time because he's a master manipulator of perceptions and media narratives so that he could shift all blame to Peter as the villain, not himself. And being outed and falsely blamed like this could be very, very bad for Peter. But, but, but. It is also worth noting that this information is coming 
coming from what looks like a very untrustworthy source in this universe. S.H.I.E.L.D., especially with the help of, as we'll see in a second, a secret network of alien shapeshifters, could very easily discredit Jameson as fake news. Which would, if you think about it, drive Jameson even more insane with rage against the Spider-Man menace! And that could set up Jameson too, as he does in the comics, set up villains like Norman Osborn and the Scorpion to reign in Spider-Man, perhaps leading to the formation of the Sinister Six that Matt Gargan Scorpion lol cameo in the homecoming post credit scene might have been laying the groundwork for. But let's move on to the second post credit scene, which opens similarly to the Infinity War post credit scene with Nick Fury, Maria Hill in a car, except they ain't Fury and Hill, they shape shift back into scrolls. Yeah, those of you following my scroll search series, and say I've been wasting my time, despite my first episode dealing with Nick Fury being a scroll in disguise. Yeah, who's the idiot now? Well, still me, apparently. Because this isn't as dark as it seems. Only for the duration of this movie have Fury and Hill been scrolls in disguise. Specifically, the scrolls Talos and his wife, seen in Captain Marvel. Fury and Hill have apparently requested them to fill in for them on Earth while they're off-world. The wife says to Talos, You gotta tell him. Talos says, It was fine. The little boy handled it. How was I supposed to know the whole thing was fake? It was all very convincing. The performance, the illusion, that costume, the craftsmanship in that. But Talos admits to being fooled by Mysterio, but still he calls it in. Hey, I hope your mission is going well. We gave the classes to Parker about a week ago, like you said. It was, it was all very touching. Shortly after that, everything kind of went off the rails. We need you to come back because everyone keeps asking where the Avengers are and I don't know what to say. And then the call cuts to the real Nick Fury. We think, scroll search. Lounging on a tropical beach, he hangs up on Talos. A clever callback to Peter Parker hanging up on Talos slash Fury earlier. Fury stands up and stretches, and we see that this beach is actually uh, just a simulated reality on a vast scroll spaceship. Fury claps everyone back to work and yells out to the scrolls, Who got my shoes? So, yes, these post credit scenes are filled with more nerdy twists than, like, a comic book left in a dryer. But this scroll reveal sets up a few major elements for Marvel Phase 4. First, Nick Fury and perhaps all of S.H.I.E.L.D. are part of some secret mission deep in space with the scrolls. This could be about anything, but it wasn't interesting how Talos slash Fury responded about Captain Marvel earlier. Maybe Carol Danvers has gone missing, or maybe she betrayed the scroll race in some way, or they think she did. Really, this whole Talos reveal helps clarify a lot of Fury's behavior in the film because he's really off his game. It's pretty inconsistent. Like, yeah, it didn't make sense that Nick Fury would be fooled by Mysterio, but Talos? Mm, kind of a dummy. But also, this scene confirms that scrolls exist on Earth in the present day, and that characters as we know them could actually be imposters after after all, the whole time. Now, scrolls like Talos are friendly, but in the comics, many scroll shapeshifters are evil, impersonating Avengers, posing a huge threat in the secret invasion storyline, which we might see in phase four. Which is why, folks, that my scroll search must continue. I know, it's often bonkers, and it's usually wrong. But by entertaining dumb, laughable conspiracy theories, we often dig up the clues that we never would have considered with our imaginations closed off. And yes, this kind of thinking is totally okay with fictional fan theories, but less so with real news events. So just draw that distinction. But who else do you think could be a scroll imposter in the MCU? Where do you think Captain Marvel could be? And do you think people will believe J. Jonah Jameson about Peter Parker? Comment down below with your thoughts. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at EAVoss and subscribe to New Rockstars or Breakdowns and Theories about everything. And how one day I will prove that everybody is a scroll.